This is your announcer, Chuck Blandington, welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. Big news this week as Dave Mustaine earned his purple belt in Jiu-Jitsu. Well, some people think the belt is purple. It's not, it's beautiful. And he wraps it around his throat when he jerks off. There. I said it. The Metal Injection Livecast starts now. You know, I was going to say, like, where does Chuck get his information? But I'm sure he's got connections with Alexa, with Siri, with with all the uh, personal assistants. And he just gets the inside scoop. Like, you, and, it, uh, it, you know, you see people, they think that he's like red. He's got a goatee and a pointy tail and stuff like that. He doesn't. He's very beautiful. <laughs> Uh, and of course, the big news that uh, Chuck was talking about was Dave Mustaine now a purple belt in jujitsu. Mm. We'll get to all of that in just a moment. Welcome to the Metal Injection Livecast. It's episode six hundred three. Six hundred three already. Careening like towards seven hundred. We're almost towards there, episode folks. Six six six. Oh, that that's that's a big one for sure. Uh, we all do that one in corpse paint. Sure, I'll do it in corpse paint. Uh, and uh, thank you for joining us. Thank you for being with us. Of course, all previous 602 episodes are available on all streaming platforms on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, all the good stuff. Anywhere fine podcasts are distributed, you can listen to the show. And if you want a little extra, there's always our Patreon. We thank all of our Patreon supporters. And for as little as $5 a month, you get, we've been doing uh, at least two bonus episodes a month lately. So that's been really fun. You get access to all the bonus episodes. We have over a year's worth of bonus episodes. And you get the archive version of the video version of the podcast. Ever since we've been in quarantine, we do the show over Zoom. We record it. If you watch live, you can see it. But if you miss it live, the archive is on the Patreon. So that's another added bonus, patreon.com slash metal injection livecast. This month's two episodes include the livecast hall of fame of the Iron Sheik, baby. And uh, Douglas Levison, we go back in time and we revisit what made these two characters big memes in the history of the Metal Injection Livecast. If you've listened to a good chunk of our archives, we spent a lot of time laughing with, at, and to the Iron Sheik. And I and think so, we, can say, uh, we can say also that we're getting ready to do another episode uh, along those lines. That's right. Uh, we got some great feedback on the format. And so uh, next month, we're going to be adding to the pantheon of the Livecast Meme Hall of Fame. And then our second episode uh, of the month, which we just posted uh, late last week, is a roundtable discussion on the absolutely free heavy metal documentary that you can watch, Get Thrashed. And, and some of us thrash it, some of us trash it. And you can find out who by uh, checking out our Patreon. So thank you to all those that do that. So let's talk about the big story. Dave Mustaine officially a purple belt. <laughs> I don't know why I'm saying What is like the that. Uh, order? What, what, how far is purple from being a complete and total novice? Uh, isn't purple like one step from uh, Maybe black? Jiu-Jitsu expert should speak, Rubba. But you're a girl. Now go ahead. 
No, he has. Well, actually, purple belt is a very prestigious belt because most people quit at white belt and blue belt. But clearly, he's been training hard, and he got his uh, purple belt in two, in two years as a blue belt. And then after purple is brown belt, and then black belt. Usually, black hmm. belt takes about ten years of tr- of uh, practicing jujitsu. Or he's worth one hundred and fifty million dollars, and he just paid someone to give him a belt. <laughs> no, well, I don't think that's. I don't think they just do that. Like, what's the what's the fun in that? He's they a, do do he's, it. That's it's all political. I mean, I don't know. You can earn it, but I mean. So here's the thing: like, what is, there's no test, right? Like, how do you earn it a belt? On his school. It yeah. depends. They all have My their s- own rules. My school had a test. I was one month shy of it before lockdown. So he surpassed me in jujitsu. I'm really kind of annoyed with that. So you you were on the verge of being a purple belt yourself? Yeah. I was like one month shy of it. Actually, less than a month. I was three weeks. Now, what now? What does it mean three weeks? Like you needed three more weeks of training before you could take this test? What What happens in those three weeks? Well, in my okay, some schools don't do tests, but my school does do a test, and it's just it's basically like you know you you just like I guess it's like it's kind of like a form of like um, testing your knowledge and slash hazing slash ceremonial because uh, other students come in at the end and stuff, and it just becomes like a nice um, celebratory process. But some some coaches will just give you a belt. Like based on how how often you train, if you have experience um, competing, if you know like you're you're showing up to class, you're working hard. It's, I mean, it seems like he's going to like an accredited school, not like one of those like um, I don't know like hit kickboxing schools where it's right. I was gonna say like it like this is like a Gracie gym, which you know it seems like oh, yeah, pretty yeah. prestigious. Where like they wouldn't just hand those out. Like you really have to earn it kind of a tragedy because uh in noah's school if you earn your purple belt you can form a task force to go out and uh kick the virus and uh and <laughs> and rear naked choke the virus and she was three weeks short of that make and, coronavirus uh, tap out yeah <laughs> so what, that could have been the difference who knows damn well uh yeah. there is some there is some footage uh that i would like to share of Mustaine? Uh, of, of Mustaine uh, getting his purple belt. Aww. I'm not off. Oh, sorry. Oh, hello. That was too loud. That's so sweet. I'm so why proud is, of though, Why is a Jean Renault of the professional giving him his uh, purple belt? <laughs> I was thinking <laughs> he does a lot of divots. He does. Sure. He does well, you're like, here's a, cl- here's a better photo. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> looks like both of them. I, I could see it. I mean, it's. Uh, it's interesting. This is a, uh, he got a Eastern European man to teach him Brazilian jujitsu. No, I don't know. I guess uh, 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 no face masks at this gym. They just doesn't look that way. Buddying up. All oh, oh no! They they they've done uh, coronavirus testing beforehand. They they all got every time. <laughs> right, they meet, yeah, they, they do, do rapid tests. Test. No, I don't know. <laughs> Come on, uh, I don't know. That's a great. You know that is that's a. That's so funny that you you mentioned that, Sid, because there's been a few times where I've been like, oh, isn't that nice? And then I remember like, wait a minute, we're in a yeah. pandemic. How are you doing this right now? This is the uh, third consecutive time we watched a Mustaine video that he prominently did not have a mask on outside his home. Oh, actually, one time was inside his home, but it was his birthday and they had a whole bunch of people working there and they did. They yeah. were, had no masks on around them. 
That's and right. he's got and, like a bunch of pre-existing conditions, doesn't right. he? Right. I was going to say he's like in a high-risk group, but yeah. hey, it's his life. He's going to get so, athlete's foot standing on that fucking <laughs> mat. With no well, I, I, I was also going to say now Dave Mustaine can officially have an entry in WikiFeet. I'm sure he's already in there. But don't let's see, see me look. rapping and he pressed barefoot. Also, what, how's his posture here? I feel like, I mean, it's a little misleading. Of course, he's looking down. 57 years old, okay? It looks Your like spine that guy's doesn't in- stay vertical. Sorry. It's sort of in the freeze frame. It looks like that guy's measuring his dick. <laughs> it's like, is that look, how they give you a belt? Up. Like, yeah, it has to be a certain length. Damn. An inch <laughs> and a half short of a black belt. <laughs> Another reason to be anti circumcision. I don't like this shade of purple. <laughs> Looking for a mauve or a lavender. <laughs> he looks so tiny. I want this guy to like pick him up and like hold him like a baby. That would have been great if he just butted heads with him right there. <laughs> oh, you fucked up the bow. Sorry, give me the belt back. I like his scrunchie. It's like when you uh, when you do the driving test on the curb. You do everything right, but you yeah. fuck up at the end. Let's watch it again. No. Oh. Let's see. That is a nice scrunchie. Do you think his wife got that for him? Oh, he probably stole it from Justice. He got it at Claire's. <laughs> uh, so yeah, good for Dave. And uh, so in a previous tweet, he mentions uh, he already has wow. a black belt in Yuki Dokan Karate mm. and Shung- Songhai Taekwondo. Wait, and World Taekwondo is- Federation fourth degree. Oh, okay. So that's from May of 2018. So that yes. makes sense because it says that he's a white belt. So in two years, he went to purple belt. That yeah. is that is a quick yeah. that because I'm looking at this. Uh, I found this random image, which I'm taking as fact of of uh, jujitsu t- time period stamps. And it says oh, that it, there's no there's no set thing you're saying. Right. I mean, right. It's all just like relative to the person. Mm-hmm. I I got my blue belt in September of 2017 and my test was for April 4th of 2020. So it's like two and a half years. Ugh, I'm so jealous. Are you going to just be able to pick up where you left off when this is all over? Or do you have to like go back to the beginning of your progression or how does that work? Well, I'm kind of intimidated going to a new school and coming in like I'm about to take the purple belt test. I think I'm just like not even. I think I'll just tell them I'm, I've never taken jujitsu before and excel at the class. Oh, nice. Start all this shit over again, though. You got to go like another six years before you get all these belts. But they'll think she's going to start at a white she's belt like a prodigy. Yeah, I'll just start at white belt and they'll they'll be so amazed with me. I'll advance so fast. I it's unethical because get... you're going to kick the shit out of all these poor suckers yeah. that just started. That's awesome. I don't see a problem with that. (laughs) (laughs) I support that. So we have a caller, by the way, if you're listening live, we're live Tuesday, 6 p.m. to 7.30 uh, p.m. Eastern time. Give us a call, 213-WIDE-NUT. That's uh, 213-943-3688. I was like, wait a minute, am I giving out my home phone number again? No, I wasn't. So that's good. So here we have on the line, area code 803. You're on the Metal Injection Livecast. What's your name? Where are you from? 
this is Sam, and I'm from South Carolina, but I'm in fucking North Carolina again. Oh, Sam, what's for work. Up? How's it going, North Carolina? Are you in a hotel? It's it's going. I'm fortunately in a blue area of the state, so it's not so bad. I was originally supposed to be out in the sticks, and I was not looking forward to that because it's so damn Republican out there. The air is red. <laughs> but I'm I'm in a blue area. I feel safe. Everybody's you know. up. That's good. So, huh. And I'm just listening in while I'm going to pick up down. Yeah, what are you getting? Uh, okay. Important to say. I'm getting pan-seared uh, pork dumplings, scallion pancake, and curry chicken. Man, you love those scallion pancakes. No, and, and the dumplings. I think he was I eating do. dumplings last time. Yeah. Yeah. He loves himself some oiled-up yeah. egg. <laughs> that's really that's all scallion pancakes like, are. That's Rob's nickname at the bathhouse. <laughs> And even then I'll make exceptions. Right on. Enjoy your succulent Chinese Anyhow, meal. I'm yeah, we'll, 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 we'll let you get back to listening. Thank you, Sam. Like and uh, walking a along a highway. <laughs> you should definitely let him focus. Uh, Angelique in the chat says a it is. Chinese meal. <laughs> it is badass that David Stade uh, got the purple belt. And I agree. And, and, you know, not that I was planning to beat up Dave Mustaine. But seeing no this, exactly. See, this is like, oh, like, not even like, I wouldn't even like want to get on his bad side. A black belt in like Aikido or whatever the hell he, or in, and, and karate was not enough. Rob, I'm pretty sure you're. No, all of it. I, I, I forgot uh, about, about all of that. So yeah, no, Davis State is definitely the toughest member of the big four. Right? I don't think like, it's not who, an accomplishment that he got it. I think it's just. What good can this possibly be used for? He's either going to punch self-defense, deserve it, or I don't know what, or it's going to cause him a heart attack. One or the other. No, that's pretty good. Why would it cause him a heart attack? 117 years old. He's doing no, all he's, activity. He's 59. Why? But like, how wow. do? You, isn't doing activity? Doesn't that prevent you from having heart problem? Isn't that how you prevent heart problem by being active? You really think he's doing everything correctly? <laughs> I mean, it just even walking, See, even leaving the house. He's yeah. aged like 17 years in the last three months. Like you see these videos. Well, you know, that that's the other thing, too. Internally, but not internally. Internally, he's mm. like he's got a, like a really good core. Uh, just going to go with what <laughs> now. Now I'm like imagining he is 59, born in 61. Uh, and I'm just now imagining like he's very centered. Like like he does. He does you know, like meditation and yoga and like. Stop talking. I need to find my inner chi. Yeah. <laughs> like he's like yelling at his kids. D just notice the stimuli happening around you. Don't react. <laughs> just absorb. Hello, Chi. Meet the real Chi. <laughs> what would Sensei Chi do? <laughs> I don't know where this Chi comes from, but I love it. Probably she is chai. your your inner zen. Yeah. That was chai. Meet the real chi. <laughs> chai is a drink. Chai. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a different spelling. Chai. Chai me. Meet the real me. Oh. <laughs> that's the Hebrew version. <laughs> And my Lubavitcher way of life. 
<laughs> Going out <laughs> mask is my with no mask is my most valued position. <laughs> you see, if if he was wearing a mask, we wouldn't know it was him. He right. needs that well, social media cred. But what about his six hundred dollar scrunchie that his wife gave him? <laughs> Can't you tell by that? He should just wrap that around his face. You know, I okay. So when I was looking at the photos, one of the thoughts that crossed my mind was, how the hell does he train with long hair? I, when I had hair, like it all got ripped off in jujitsu. So it's either he wears a cap to protect his hair, or I don't know how he. Do people do that? Do people wear like shower caps or whatever? You know, like I had to say, the... no, it's it's like a special um, cap. It's it's not the same material as a shower cap, but it it's like um I guess like a swimmer's hat, but you tie it under your chin. So I'd like to possibly offer... tucks the hair into his gi, like into the back of his gi. No, because you make a grip in the back, like in the back of the collar. So I'm sure like his hair would get caught in there. Hello, gi. Meet the real gi. <laughs> Hello, gi. Meet the real chi. <laughs> <laughs> Can I offer an alternative conspiracy theory? Yeah, please. He doesn't have long hair. Those are extensions. <laughs> Possibly he takes them out when he goes to train. I don't think they're extensions. Well, Didn't we see like, like him out of the shower and it was like you could see how thin his hair was? He, he can afford oh the good God. shit. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. There's two options here. Either the hair is real and the training is fake. Or the trading is real and the hair is fake. You just gotta pick one of these options. There's a third option. They're both fake. Yeah. Like photo ops. Nothing is so real. Bald, bitter, racist old man that fucking never does any physical activity. He's got us all fooled. I can believe that too. Oh, Dave. And Rob, I think you could take him. You just gotta sneak up from behind and sit on him. Take him to like a TGI Fridays, maybe. Do you think he's really the toughest guy in the big? I mean, I don't have an alternate answer, but who? Is... Well, like who? Who? Who could take him? Tom Araya from Slayer? Physically, I would say Robert Trujillo could like. Oh, okay. Robert Trujillo is probably in the best shape, but also he's uh, younger. I believe. I don't know if he can. Fi- well, okay. Isn't that part of being tougher? Like, I, I don't know. I don't think being a frail old man. That's fair. Your... Fifty six. He's fifty six. So he's... I don't care what Aikido and fucking Kung Fu you learned. Like fucking Robert Trujillo will knock you over like a piece of parchment paper. <laughs> if you're Robert Trujillo just seems in better shape than Dave Mustaine. He seems like he has like <sighs> muscle on the bone. I don't I know that that means Dave. he's tough. I just think he'd win in a fight because it's. Dave has the counters, though. That's the thing. Like, Trujillo might go for a punch and he grabs it. Just like a row of some sort. It's impossible. I'm just saying I would bet on the the big guy over the the shriveled. uh, Well, Jujitsu was created for the little guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not saying it's impossible. Like I said, I, I, I could see him pulling out some weird move, you know, but. Robert Trujillo is the only one I would have doubts with. I feel like all of Anthrax, only he could one? probably beat up uh, James yeah. Hedfield, Lars. Well, he could Scott beat up Kerry like King. Uh, yeah, 
Kerry King, King looks out of shape to me. Yeah, he's like a got a tough persona. He's got him. the look, but he's he doesn't he, he's got no cardio. I feel like though Kerry King just needs to connect with one punch, and that would be the end of it. Like I think he could take a lot of abuse. He's and strong then if like he connects bolt. Once that's it for Dave. I would go further than that and say any one of those in any band, if they connected with one punch, would knock him right the fuck. <laughs> out. I guess that's true. Like Dave probably can't. He could dish out the punishment, but he could only probably take a few hits. And he could yeah. take evasive maneuvers if he's actually learned these techniques yeah. and stay away from the but that's one one punch man that's it he's just gonna go right on his ass do you agree now or, or do you think like his training would would get him to prevent the punch i think everything that you're talking about is what he deals with in bjj so <laughs> oh just try to punch him, him in the up. face this is how they psych him up. They just dunk on him. <laughs> the, Kerry King would fuck you yeah, up, Dave. Yeah. Kerry King shows up in a Slayer shirt. <laughs> Robert Trujillo would knock you out just by looking at you. <laughs> Pain does not exist in this dojo, does it? Nelson Slay. <laughs> His trainer comes in with a kill em all shirt just to like <laughs> James Hetfield wrote this right here. <laughs> all of it. No, even worse, Lars wrote this album. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's my little buddy. They bring dogs into the dojo for him to kick. <laughs> but see, here's my theory about this. This is why I'm not coming to this conclusion frivolously. It's just that we see a lot of uh, video of late life Dave Mustaine. And everywhere you see him, he's shambling around like the walking dead. Like, I don't see how that translates to you never see one instance of him doing a sudden movement yeah. or like being spry or climbing anything. Even a, like, he's always gingerly stepping around places. So how is he a Brazilian jujitsu master? Probably trains be like in the morning and then he's exhausted after. All right. Fair point. Yeah, it's all of his energy. <laughs> That's a possibility. I'll give it. I'll give you that. I just I don't see I could see him passing the training and all that, but I don't see how that translates to surviving a fight with someone who actually wants to kill you. Yeah. And isn't just limited to BJJ moves, but is yeah. doing whatever it takes to annihilate you. Exactly. Which I'm sure a lot of those guys up. want to do to Dave. <laughs> Rob, you should have like a poll on metal. Like, you know how all these websites yeah. now they do all these like pop culture brackets. You should have like a who would win in a fight between all these metal musicians bracket. Like in you March. Know the March first, you know who the first one to be eliminated would be? Who's that? You? Danzig. Oh, because we have evidence. But then you could do a poll who has the best metal toes. <laughs> oh. I think Danzig, he's an old man like Mustaine, but I think he. Could, oh, he's older too. Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying like, I, I just feel like he could have. Uh, crazy person fight tactics that might help him along. He just seems like a like enough of a weirdo to, for that to carry him to a certain mm. extent. Like I think someone as big as Robert Trujillo would still beat the shit out of him. But I think I think he might get farther. So I want to point out that uh, Dave Mustaine does not have an entry yet on Wiki Feet. But his daughter, Electra, oh, no. <laughs> has over 100 entries in her wiki feed. Do we want to look at them or do we should we not? Is that weird? You know, what's, what's interesting is like <laughs> um, some of these photos, 
Like, it's not too weird. Like here, I'll, I'll load the page. So Electra, the, the one named after Metallica's record label is the daughter, right? And Justice, <laughs> the one named oh, after a Metallica album yeah. is the son. Okay. Well, oh, okay. I mix those up sometimes. Oh. Me too. She just posts lots of pictures of her feet, I guess. Yeah. So, but then there's also like fo a photo down here of her in like boots. Like that's a thing. Oh, like the. Oh man, not uh, just asking for for an entry on WikiFeed, Electra. Come on. But hold on, uh, there was one where it's just like her her wearing boots. You could just wear like like this. Oh, okay. That's theater of the mind. You would imagine well, what the feet look like under there. No, there's feet there. There's feet. I didn't see it in the thumbnail. Instagram okay. Instagram feed directed by Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I guess this is how you really make it. You first get get a result on Rob. Give no her dancing a, on Give her a one feet. star. Give her a one star. Go back and no. up her rating. Come on, do it. I think you have do to it. log in. I think you have Let's to log see. in. Yeah, not Give her the in. ugly feet. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Take that, Electra. You ruined your Does she have ugly? I, you know, here I am uh, uh, scrolling through. I'm not judging. How are her feet? Let's see. I find, a, find one that's actually close up and let's. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Well, there, there is an issue, though. Look, her second toe is bigger than her big toe. It's hard to tell from this angle. Got but, the Neanderthal but, gene. I don't really but, care about that. It's a joke. But that, but that is a big. Uh, I I would say that is a. Oh, uh, in this one. Ooh. Wait, those are nice <laughs> like, feet. What are you talking about? I think that's an angle problem. It looks like she has cankles, but I don't really think she does. Yeah, oh no! That's oh, that's not what I was like. But we're not rating the ankles. We're rating the. We're strictly to the feet. Okay, in this one, the second toe does not look. It's out of focus. It's out of focus. I can't give this one a proper rating. I don't see any bunions. Ah! Oh, that's. Uh oh. Uh oh. I'm sorry. What's the big deal if her second toe is longer than her big toe? I think that for a friend. it was a joke, Noah. That's something that feet enthusiasts actually. Yeah, clearly you're not a foot connoisseur, Noah, because it's evidence of the Neanderthal gene. Seriously? Oh, is it really? Sure. Doesn't that sound? Good? <laughs> <laughs> you know how there's like those like superstitions that if you know, like like a bad thing will happen to you if if your toe is is, is longer than the other or if it's shorter, you'll, you'll be rich or something like that. There's That's actually a, a term for it. It's called Morton's toe. I don't mean, is, is that true? Like, is that going to happen? I mean, like, oh, is that actually a thing? That people say, never heard that. You gotta be rich Morton's if you have the second toe longer. Is that what it is? I've never heard that. No, no, no. But I'm saying no. The second toe being bigger than the first toe is called, called Morton's toe. Well, because you're salty about it. <laughs> Do you have more toes? More toes? I'm trying. Uh, it doesn't say where the uh, the yeah, name derives from. No, it should be called Morto syndrome. More. Oh, it's from the first the orthopedic surgeon who first described it. And That's you think it. all other foot doctors like resent that guy? Or maybe it's I was like, man, I'm glad it's not named after me. Did Doctor uh, Hammer find that discover the hammer toes or what? Is that just <laughs> what it looks like? I don't know. <laughs> oh my God! How did we get here? All right. Well, Dave Mustaine's daughter, who's named after Metallica's record label, uh, is uh, has puts her feet online. 
It bums me out that she's famous enough that people would think to give her an entry on there. You think there are people who just know her, like from being her, and don't know that she's Dave Mustaine's daughter? Like, <sighs> well, she does have like a country, some somewhat of a country career, so I imagine so. Yeah. Oh, and I'm sure, I'm sure there's probably people that like you know, she's like an Instagram influencer. You know, they just follow her because they saw her on Instagram. Yeah, there's people that just know her from Wiki Feet. <laughs> They have no idea. No, her Morton her toe. Yeah. <laughs> Articles being written right now of people in our stream that are angry at Rob for trying and failing to rate her one star. <laughs> <laughs> Cancel the metal injection live cast. Rob, can you Google sexy Morton toes and see what comes up? Is there Rob, a website specifically for that? Rob, I have, um, um, like search history and profile uh, uh, <laughs> in the government office is like probably so horrible for this show. Well, I do want to say I'm using a private browser oh, nice. for, for all of our live cast <laughs> related. Well, it is content. Google, so. I, I, I'm realizing like whatever you're probably Googling is just equ at least equally uh, the same as what you look Google here. Sexy I, love, I can't believe there's actual Megan Markle Mer oh, no. Morton Toe Is that why they ran her out of England? <laughs> Somebody's got it even like circled and everything You gotta start hashtag Morton That's how they <laughs> Morton Toe Megan I can't believe it's a thing I mean anything is a thing Yeah Is there any Simpsons Rule 34 Morton Toe porn? <laughs> There's Mar Martin Toe. It's weird. It's uh, Martin showing off his feet. Only the character Martin showing <laughs> off his feet. What a world. All right. <clears throat> Two and three wide nut. That's the phone number. Uh, in a follow up to a story from last week, uh, let's check in with our good friend. <laughs> Not really. Uh, John Schaefer. Uh, from Iced Earth. So last week on the show, we didn't have much information. We just had a photo and and, and the, the thought that, hey, this is most likely John Schaefer from Iced Earth. One week on, I can confirm to you it was, in fact, John Schaefer. And there's new information. Is it Schaefer so or Schaffer? Because there's two Schaffer. F's, which makes me think it's Schaffer. Oh, it's Schaffer. You're right. Two F's for him. <laughs> now you have to go back and redo the whole story. Yeah, Rob. I mean, I, I spelled it. I spelled it right. I just didn't pronounce it correctly. Well, then we have to go back and redo the whole podcast. And last week. Uh, uh oh. God damn it. So he turned himself in uh, near uh, in Indiana where he lives. Uh, and I guess there's a Columbus, Indiana. I didn't know this. Good to know. There's a Columbus uh, everywhere. Good. Yeah. Why, that, why is that good to know? That there's a fucking <laughs> slavery uh, starter. He collects refrigerator magnets. <laughs> there's oh, another one I can get. Specifically Columbus one. Yeah. Uh, so there's six charges. And the one part of the charge that's pretty like wild, other than the you know obvious charges of, you know, picketing the Capitol, violent entry, disorderly conduct, Knowingly engaging in an act of physical violence against a person or property in any restricted building or grounds, 
And that knowing engagement was he had bear mace and he was spraying Capitol Police with bear mace. And, and I say this confidently because there there is screenshots of security footage of, of him with the bear mace. It's yeah. it's crazy. And what is the difference between bear mace and pepper spray? Yeah, it's like a more intense pepper spray, basically. It's, it's like a habanero like, pepper spray. Is it literally <laughs> like if a bear attacks you? Is that yeah? It's bad. typically it's specifically it's typically used to scare away bears in the wild. He's just the not o- into bears. <laughs> the only other time it was ever <laughs> used was when he saw Rob at the Golden Gods. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, John Schaefer. He's more of a, a twink guy, more of an yeah. otter guy. Not really into bears. He but just to wanted be to make fair, sure everybody Rob's- knew. Rob's costume that year was of a bear. It was a bear yeah. suit. <laughs> he just went shirtless. I heard the other charge that he got rung up on was uh, he was smearing feces on Chuck Schumer's Staples wall calendar. (laughs) (laughs) Weren't they actually weren't some of the people there actually smearing feces? There were. Yeah, no, people were taking people were absolutely pissing and taking shits inside uh, like the the building. I'm sorry. Like, I, I, I hate. I hate MAGA shitheads, but if you don't think that the Congress getting shit on is at least a little, it's hilarious. It's come, hilarious. Come on, like I said, like, I wish like, the delivery system wasn't these people, but it's fucking funny. Let's be. It's real. just sad because it's not like Nancy Pelosi was the one that had to clean it up. You <laughs> right. know, it's just like some shitty like custodian job that he has to like now clean up these people's right. Yeah, trampled all over these halls. That's I wish there was some arcane like 1820s law that said <laughs> if someone takes a shit in Congress, it has to. <laughs> like there probably just- is a law, and it's just like <laughs> find the nearest woman, and she has to be the one to clean it up. And it was probably Pelosi. It's so just, it's just for the sake of tradition and comedy, they all like fucking leave the shit in the middle of their offices. <laughs> I'd love that. Well, I'm sure there's like some form of like shit particle somewhere that's left over. Oh, yeah. Not enough. Let's hope. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I do, I do feel in the Smithsonian as American. You know, like, uh, <laughs> <The> Smithsonian. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I definitely felt bad for the janitorial stuff that I had to like spend a few days cleaning up all that garbage. You know, like they don't get paid enough for that. Uh, but here, here's the footage of him with the uh, it's off. It's it's screenshots of security footage of him with the bear mace, which is pretty wild. <laughs> Who was he macing? Other the cops because he was at the front of the line. He was at the front of the oh. of the storming, so he would be macing uh, the the police trying to stop them. That that's one of the charges against him. Oh, nice uh, so he's going to be, he's currently in jail, and he's going to be in jail at least through Friday when they have a bail hearing and he might not be let out on bail. Like he has to prove that he is not a uh, threat to himself or others. Oh, well, does he have to take a purple belt test to prove that? What is that? <laughs> What's the criteria? Well, I just imagine uh, somebody will uh, bring the latest ice earth CD and then the judge will be like, you're right. We don't want, no, nobody should be enforced to listen to this. Oh, no, they're going to bring... say they, they created art and then he gets like, a good no, it's the opposite. Like, Oh God, <laughs> bail rejected. Sorry. Go ahead. He's going to he's going to bring the interview I did with him at 70,000 tons and be like, look, I'm I'm really nice to this lady. Yeah. I'm a good person. We have footage or audio of this interview. I didn't. We have video of it. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's see. see that. 
Let's see if there's uh, any early signs. Of, what uh, I remember about that interview, what I remember about that interview, really, you don't want to, you don't want to, just, let, let's give it a yeah. shot. And if it's, if it's too bad, we'll turn it off. I guarantee you look better than he does, Noah. Don't worry. Let's see if we can just, pick out some oh, right God. shit, too. It's really just, please don't. I didn't to make a joke. I didn't want to turn into like a whole torture thing for me. Well, <laughs> we don't have to watch the whole thing if it's too torturous. Oh, if it's too torturous. Look at this guy. Noah, so he's he is very uh, oh he was so hammered during this interview I remember <laughs> right like uh, I mean, everyone on that boat was hammered so yes I mean yes yeah, but yeah sig significantly so this was 2011 will get I'm John yes. Schaefer from Ice Earth okay it is you Schaefer will get your fix of metal injection <laughs> we don't I knew it show again. Have to redo last hey show everyone now. it's Noah here on the 70,000 tons a little low cruise I've captured John Schaefer out of iced earth I'm holding him hostage in this room uh you're not leaving oh. <laughs> that was good oh, that, was, that was so seductive the way you said that <laughs> that's so funny because I remember Noah that when you I'm said a terrorist well I remember <laughs> that you said like he really started flirting with me at the end there <laughs> it's was like gonna ask if you got any if that was like you were saying you know? <laughs> no i was very into i'm like a baby in 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 that video yeah, but you're I not on so your age i mean you're like 20s enjoying the, the cruise so far it's been a lot of fun yes I, I mean you know there's issues like production wise stuff that the fans don't need to worry about but mm -hmm. we're we're having a great time oh yeah i guess it's kind of awkward because so we're cool on like a bed <laughs> yeah, you're in a so all the so they they didn't have like a press room, they would just throw you in a empty cabin to do interviews. This is like uh, Giuliani talking to Borat's daughter. <laughs> <laughs> there is a point where he laid back to tuck his shirt in. Yeah, no. <laughs> everywhere in the world. That's where they got the idea. Watch metal and It's cool. Yeah, while I was watching I Start, there were fans in the front holding up flags and stuff, and it's I, I had the same thought. It's so amazing that people from all over the blah, world are blah, coming blah, 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 Hilarious. It's the only black thing he likes. Really... Did you hear me? I was like, very nice. <laughs> Normally, I don't do this. You know, I mean, I'm like, said, I don't want to contradict you, know, you but he likes point. the black market where he bought that uh, bear spray. <laughs> That's actually no, a glass of bear spray. Yeah. <laughs> Good thing he but, liked me. Well, this is a little bit different. It's different. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> add to that that my. <laughs> Brothers from Blind Guardian are here. I'm like, oh fuck! I only found out a week ago that they were going to be on the ship. Have you had a chance to run into Hanzi? Oh, of course. W were you guys talking about maybe some more demons and wizards? Oh, trying to get the inside scoop here. Want to know? I'm a professional. It's a time issue, but it'll happen. I mean, Hanzi. He was probably so turned on that you knew what demons and wizards was. <laughs> He was probably a like, female fan. Oh my god, she knows my nerdy shit. She doesn't just know my oh, <laughs> constitutional I wanna, shit. I don't want to like Sucks. call you out on the air, but it's actually Dungeons and Dragons. It's a game. Uh, <laughs> I know you're not into that. I know it's a, it's a, it's, a it's easy to make that mistake. I understand. My brother, I love him. Cool. Okay. My best friend. Can, uh, can we move on to the next segment, please? Let's just see how this ends. Something we've never done before. I'm uh, 
very, very the happy. The next interview is you interview Tim Lempisis on the a guys bed. My great chemistry. It's all wrapped up in bandage. Just a highlight reel of you interviewing people who later became problematic as fuck. I have an interview with Tim Lempisis. It was like one of the hardest interviews I ever did because he was so fucking like lacking personality. Yeah, but. I've seen him even in the, the nadir of his depression with the fucking cast on. He still has no personality, like nothing to speak of. That's interesting. Yeah, so now he's facing prison time. Uh, the label basically dropped both of his bands. They're not they're not. Not only are they not listed on their active artist page, if you try to go to the old URL, it's been deleted. Oh. <laughs> you can't even there's no trace of them on their record labels website. Uh, so how do you feel about that? You think that we should like complete because he's a scumbag that the music should disappear? I don't have an answer. I'm just want to know what you think. I don't think the music like they're they're still profiting off of his music. Like the music's still on Spotify, I believe. Oh, okay, oh. I see. Oh. Uh, it's just they're not actively promoting him, which I thought they were doing like the Trump on Facebook and all that, you know, whatever. Oh no, no, no! I, honestly, like. Uh, why would it call that? Well, tr- or like, no, like say- deleting his existence or something like that. That's like yeah. the big. I thought they'd been wad him. Yeah, no, none of that. And I don't think that that should be done. Like, look, if you want to listen to Ice Earth, if you lo- love the music, right. uh, listen to it. No one's going to stop. I, I, I don't know. Band that are in him that are right. Exactly. Him. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, one of his I mean, guitars. As I Lay Dying is still making money and Tim Lambesis like tried to murder somebody. So. Well, he attempted to hire to murder somebody. Uh, I think you should well, although I guess it could be argued that the uh, Schaefer also uh, also could have been trying to murder somebody. We don't know. We don't know what was going on That's there. A little specious. I don't know. Uh, I, it's it's him. purely conjecture. Right. Uh, but uh, but still, it just it's seeming like. It seems so indefensible to me, <laughs> you know, like it seems like such a bad move, like beyond like taking out the politics, you know, like like l- let's just for the sake of this, take out the pol- like you are a recognizable musician <laughs> and your whole career is to be in front of the camera and you just like so you will be recognized if you go to this thing. And then like, did he think I mean, he would be praised that big of a deal? I guess that just goes to show you. He probably thought that like no one is going to recognize me. <laughs> but, I mean, he's, I don't think he's that humble. Like, like someone would recognize. Like that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying, like it's not like everyone recognized him. It took a few hours. It's not like Bono went to the Capitol, right? But so he still has enough fans that someone's going to call him out. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we were talking about the Oath Keepers. It came out today that because he was wearing an Oath Keepers hat. One of the guys who runs the Oath Keepers has been charged uh, as being one of the people that organized the riot. So that's that's something. But I mean, like it's a charge. You know, the cops have certainly uh, charged people with false things before. So uh, innocent until proven guilty, but not looking good. For for Schaefer. And I would say, like, for Iced Earth, I can't imagine, like, not much going on right now anyway. It's not like they're, you know, they got tours booked or anything like that. Uh, they do. They're one of the few bands that would play. Yeah. <laughs> they were, you know, that's the thing. It's like, I, I think that's the, like, for all COVID deniers, 
I think the fact that there are no live shows to me, that's the evidence that COVID is real because, you know, a, a corporation like, uh, like not, not that I didn't think it was real, but just, just how real it is like live nation wants to make money more than anything. They're, they're like, they're dying to make money. And he, like, they realize that it, it would not be worth the potential legal troubles that they would get into if they would do shows right now. Well, is that you know, like real, I mean, just to be devil's advocate, obviously. I do believe well, 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 like, why wouldn't they be like, because what do you mean? They know it'll, it'll cost them more money in PR by, by opposing this than just to go along and comply. Oh, so, okay. No, no, no. I mean, like, this is just something that's been, uh, I've been running around in my head. So it, I it could, see, I, I could see I, a, no, 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 yeah. a CEO being like, fucking this COVID is bullshit is fake, but we got to do this, you know? So, like, I don't think it's the P. I don't think they would care about the PR. They just care about the, like, would the, the PR cancel out the money? Yeah, I think it's more the lawsuits that they're worried about. Liability lawsuits. It's yeah, and that they can't get, they can't get, they can't get insurance. Exactly. They can't get insurance to cover these shows because no one wants to take the risk of covering them and then get, having to deal with a lawsuit, an inevitable lawsuit because of potentially hosting a super spreader event. Um, but hey, Imagine if there's enough good enough contact tracing that they can trace all these people getting sick to the event and then arrest all the people that like planned the event and participated in it. That would be great. In this capital capital rate or just in general, uh, just in general, where there's a show or something where they break the COVID laws. I see. That's a little draconian, Derinsky. Comedy show. I don't think it's really going to happen. <laughs> and also no, America would never America would never get their contact tracing shit together like that. Right. You know, if you're responsible for a death and you get arrested, I don't think that's draconian. If it how, can be proven. But how do you prove you're responsible for somebody's death? If you if it's that's why I said the contact tracing. If it's proven that you that you caught this COVID from that place and it's scientifically But then wouldn't they have to knowingly put you in you risk? I guess like like, how, I, I wouldn't want to give up my like privacy and rights to be traced by government because there's a chance that I might catch COVID from a specific event, which I could have caught it from anything. All I'm saying is there should be firing squads brought back. <laughs> <laughs> Just get the I mean, spray. At least at least if there was firing squads, people would stay inside a little better because not doing too good of a job of it right now, it seems. Um, yeah, this is the worst that it's been, right? Worse than like uh, May and June now. Yeah, Viking. Well, uh, it, it is. It is. Uh, it to me, it's more like I, I look looked at it on a like I look back now, like it's been a year, and I remember like all the promises that were made in like the first three weeks of like you just gotta go inside. We're gonna get testing up oh, yeah, and stop. up and going. Uh, yeah, stop the spread. The curve. The the two weeks. Flatten curve. the curve. Flatten the curve. Yeah. Whatever happened to that? It didn't I mean, work. Yeah, it <laughs> clearly it didn't. didn't work. Well, we didn't do anything. I shouldn't say it didn't work. Well, that's the thing. Like, like, I feel like society did their part for a few weeks, but then the government didn't hold up what they said that they would do. And then there was just mass distrust. And now here we are. Well, also, but it's an, the another thing is that they they did a lockdown, but they, they shut down people's businesses and all this stuff. And then didn't provide them with any social services 
to support them while they did that. So they felt like they had to go out and earn money, which is to no fault of their own uh, or sensible thing to do if you're in that situation. And that helps spread it, too. It's just a shame to me. It's been a year now and we don't have like rapid testing on the like I can't just go and buy 30 rapid tests so I could just test myself every day to make sure I don't have it you know like mm -hmm. it's been a year We're like what what why how is this not possible no yeah one gives a shit about you yeah that's all are there other rapid tests that we can like is there a rapid test for the flu that we can go and buy uh I mean you there's pregnancy the tests for that too you can go get a pregnancy test pretty quickly all right then Okay. I can't that's not a, an illness depending on how, uh, <laughs> agree to disagree yeah. Yeah. <laughs> depends who we're talking about yeah. yeah, I I went to the doctor and couldn't get a rapid test I tested positive by the way I don't know if you guys uh, if I, Congratulations. Said that. I didn't say that on the air not for and there are rapid flu tests actually which is a real bummer yeah I, I, they're not cheap though I did everything correctly for 10 months I completely isolated myself and I still got it uh, I was sick for like about 36 hours, not even deathly ill, just feeling like shit. And then I went into the doctor and I got a fucking positive test and I was out so of you, my mind. I was like, now, did you go because you felt sick or you just. Yeah, because like, I felt random. Oh, you were wondering if you had COVID. Sure. I know I 99% knew I didn't have COVID and I just went just to be safe. And the guy goes, oh, no, you got COVID. Race like, where you got it from. I mean, I, the only thing I can think of, there's two things. I went and had a colonoscopy uh, like a week before. It does travel in feces, as we I don't learned. think it went in through my ass. I, what I think is that uh, there was just a lot of old people there getting tests and a lot of people not wearing fucking masks and coughing and shit. That's one thing. Not that close to me, you know, but who knows? It gets on the wall. You breathe it in, whatever. Or uh, sometimes my mother is very... Um, like, I feel like she brings in, she brings in, uh, like she, she's very not good about being hygienic about COVID. Like she'll go down and she'll go out and get her mail and not wear a mask. Like if she's going to out to the store or something, she puts the mask on, but not if she's just walking outside for a second, which is really bad. Uh, and also like she doesn't wash her hands appropriately like she does it in the normal way like before you know how you have to do it longer now and you got to do it immediately when you come inside like she just thinks it's still you know in 2019 basically so i think it's possible i you know in my interactions with her i breathe some shit in not knowingly can we have her on to defend herself I, I've we've discussed it. Like I feel like she would agree with my points. But is but she, she going to change any of her behaviors, or she's just she like man? Sick. She's seventy eight she years old. She just does what she, she never got yeah. sick. They gave her the antibodies because she's a senior citizen. So she, they, she went right to the hospital. The doctor said go to the hospital. They stuck a needle in her arm. She had a, functional antibodies from somebody else, like hmm. donated antibodies. So you know she didn't get she didn't get a sniffle. I got sicker than she did. Oh, so she never tested positive for it? She did test positive, but it didn't. And then they gave her symptoms. the antibodies? Yes. Oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah. That's crazy how that works out. You never know Good, who. Thank uh, goodness. Yeah. I mean, yeah. She's 78. So. <clears throat> She's, uh, yeah, no, I, I, I don't know. I felt like I, well, we did the sexual jeopardy episode. 
I felt like shit. I was torn up. And it was really basically just that day and like half of the next day. I felt like shit. And that was it. And then the next after that, I was like a little tired and sluggish, but I never got a fever. It was like having a common cold. Like I, Did you lose your taste and smell? No, I never got any of that shit. I got basically regular cold symptoms, not even flu symptoms, because I never got a fever. <laughs> it was regular cold. I would have never thought I had anything if I didn't go test. I, um, I would think it was a false positive if it wasn't for my mother also getting it. It's too much of a coincidence. You know, at the exact same time. Maybe you should donate blood since you have antibodies. Yeah, sure. You know where to do that? Uh, what is it? Red Cross? Dave Mustaine's BJJ Dojo and Blood Bank. <laughs> <laughs> he just gets trans younger people's blood. Wait, what blood type are you? B? Hello, B. Meet the real B. So, uh, sorry for that tangent, by the way. No, no. Well, glad you're doing good, though. I wanted to mention that on the show last week. I slipped my mind. We started talking about Oath Keepers and all that stuff. Um, so. I want to shift gears a little. Uh, oh, oh, I want to mention in the comment, in the chat, Voodoo Chaos asks if Noah is wearing a lingerie top. <laughs> um, what? <laughs> what? First I'm of all, that's a like lingerie a band top. shirt. How is that a lingerie I'm wearing top? a lingerie top under my shirt. It's oh, a, are you really? This is a dying fetus shirt that oh. I like sewed to make it more feminine because I had so many T-shirts. Which is really cool. So I like it. I like this shirt, but the back of it has Osama bin Laden on it, and I didn't really want to walk around with a shirt with Osama bin Laden. So I like tried to cut it, and this is what happened. Started an Etsy shop where it's just like extreme metal shirts, but made to look more feminine. I think you could do well. I this ha I have no like craft skills. This happened by magic. It'll never happen again. Oh, practice. Perfect. Thank you for noticing. Who was that in the chat? Who said that? This was Voodoo Chaos. Thank you, Voodoo Chaos. I feel like trying to make a dying fetus shirt more feminine is like a very Sisyphean task. You know, it's like what? <laughs> <laughs> it's like pushing a boulder up a hill. I mean, you could. That's what do, I like to do. You might get it a few inches up the hill, but you know, it's, you're going against its very nature. Sounds like me. So uh, let's talk about, you know, let's shift gears to something a little more lighthearted and, you know, something a, a little more uh, analysis based. One thing we've really enjoyed doing here on the show in the last few weeks is analyzing various musicians cameos. And um, we've done a few. We've done Vince Neil was the one that really broke barriers for us. And uh, Trevor from Black Dahlia Murder. Who also have we analyzed? Uh, we went. He's not really the Undertaker. That's right. Who, whose cameos did we really the like? The guy from um, Dream Theater. The singer. Oh yes, yes, James, James Labrie. Labrie. That was the one. How about so, uh, 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 Chris Holmes too? Chris Holmes? No, he doesn't have a cameo. <laughs> that was no, we the Kickstarter video or whatever oh, it was. Yeah, but Chris Barnes 
former cannibal corpse vocalist, current six feet under vocalist, and man who will take forty dollars from you uh, to record something. <laughs> like the cheapest one we've ever seen, though. Uh, no, the cheapest I believe was uh, Trevor from Like Dolly Burner. I think his was only either ten or twenty bucks. Oh, sorry, Trevor. Something like that. Uh, so very affordable. So, so let's see, cr- let's see, Chris Barnes is. Uh, Chris Barnes, like personally, he never did me wrong, but you know, stuff he said online, very questionable. Like what? Uh, I'll look it up. But he did, <laughs> he he did spark me up one time in Tampa. So, uh, Rob only read the headline of that article. No, I wrote it. I wrote it, but I gotta look at it. There's so much. There's so much like, stupid stuff. Chug a bottle of Listerine after he shared a joint with you. No, nothing like that. But uh, let's see, let's let's see some of his cameos. Let's see if he's worth the forty bucks. Brother. Hey, Chris. Chris. Um. Hey, Chris. It's me, Chris. Hello, Chris. Chris Barnes Chris. from Six <laughs> Feet Under. In case. <laughs> I love that he is. Stoned to the bone for this. <laughs> she didn't recognize me. Um. So Chris, it's like George Carlin. <laughs> I like that you could see the reflection of the phone in his eyeglasses. That's not You're, a phone. That's like a uh, old TV. It's a oh no, the TV. The TV's up here, but the phone. The phone is down here by his oh, nose. Oh yeah. He's in the, on the TV, man. it's like an old episode of Matlock. Yeah. Yeah. Booked me for this cameo. Thanks, Cat. And Cat cares a whole bunch about you. Obviously, because she booked me for this cameo. Oh, well, Mr. Uh, Personality here. But look at Chris. Uh, look at Cat tells me that you're turning 40 years old. Oh, boy. Is the that like electrical tape on his glasses, old. like holding the glasses in place? Aww. That. And that looks yeah. like it. A bastard can't even get like a new pair of glasses. Come on, man. Maybe that's what the cameo's for. Maybe he just really likes these glasses. They're his favorite pair. Then get a f- pair that isn't broken. The big four O crit. It's not that bad. I also want to point out that he's such a professional that he's putting his finger on the microphone. <laughs> is that what that oh, is he's that what's Yeah. Zoom Chris, it's not that yeah. bad. It's, I passed mine 20 years ago. Uh, a few weeks ago. So 40 sounds like a friggin' dream to me, buddy. Um... So look, Cat loves you a lot. I imagine when he got this, he's like, "Man, this guy is my hero. Like, this is the guy I can get yeah, to." That's a good point. Know. You know, your your loved one knows you worship this like said, icon or whatever. Truly for this, and can, she gets yeah. you this thing, but you're you see them on a pedestal. Like, this is my icon, and then you see this fucking trash, like poon <laughs> that crawled out of a garbage can. Clearly in a basement somewhere. Yeah, with electrical tape on his fucking glass. <laughs> you know, get it together, man. Me, Chris Barnes, and I'm gonna keep telling you that because she tells me that you guys are on the east coast of Canada in Halifax. 
Boring. Yeah, let's let's see another one. I keep one. expecting him to like Ooh. pan down and he's like jerking off or something. It's just like a really weird vibe to that video. Maybe here's one that's one. Yeah. here's hashtag roast. Is is imagine this roasts you? Bill. <laughs> Looks like he has two like dreadlock payas. Hey, <laughs> it's Chris Barnes from Six Feet Under, buddy. Oh, Phil. I like how he thinks he's like Clark Kent. Like no one will notice oh. that it's Chris Barnes if he has his glasses on. He looks like if Modest Yahoo was the Unabomber. <laughs> <laughs> Very rough, rough looking vibe. Oh, Phil, Phil, Phil. So hey man, um, Mark uh, Mark Kirby, Mark, me that uh, you have a new album coming out. New album coming out, Phil. Oh. Oh, this is for Phil Anselmo. So <laughs> listen, buddy. Uh, I'm gonna give it to you straight. Um, Mark told me he got a new album coming out. And, uh, Jesus Christ, man. Good fucking job on overshadowing the market. This is a brutal roast. He's saying good job on oversaturating. He's trying to be funny, I think, and doing a very bad job at it. Is it my internet connection or is it like no. audio not syncing with him and cutting out? All is this is all him with okay. a bunch of bullshit. I mean, what the fuck? Ah. So good job on over. You had a Music. song called I Come Blood. The fuck are you talking about? <laughs> he looks like <sighs> what Randy Savage probably looks like right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are true. After being dead for years. Yes. Tree roots <laughs> down into his grave. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh my god. <laughs> he keeps covering up his mic. Let me tell right you there. something, buddy. Uh-huh. You can I'm read tell that. you that your album you sucks, brother. Yeah. Mask. Okay, it's me. <laughs> it's me, Chris Barnes. Also, he's like he, it looks like he's a little insecure about what he looks like. Well, wouldn't you be? <laughs> he looks like if Randy Bly was in a house fire. <laughs> Randy Savage. That is such a funny observation. It's from six feet under, Brian. Brian. Oh yeah. Brian Foster. Okay. Brian so, Foster. Uh, Stephanie. <laughs> Stephanie. Stephanie Foster, booked Brian, me for this Brian fucking Foster, cameo, yeah. Brian. Me, Chris Barnes from Six Feet Under. Did I mention uh, that I'm Chris Barnes? So, um, under? Brian, I'm here. <laughs> is uh, January 16th. Oh, it's me, oh, no, Chris Barnes, from six off. feet under. Okay, we, oh, just, okay. So, Stephanie, can we just mute Chris Barnes man? and have Darren do Randy oh. Savage over him and watch this? <laughs> yeah, I sure. I would enjoy that more. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> yeah, we could absolutely do that. There we go. Elizabeth paid me forty dollars. There we go. Hey, uh, cat. This is Chris Barnes from Six Feet Under. Just <laughs> reminding you, yeah, 
that your wife really loves you a lot. Yeah, a lot. I'm telling you how much she loves you. She wants to have sex with you day and night on the kitchen table, in the bedroom, (laughs) in the garage. Lights on, lights off, doesn't matter. Did I mention that I'm Chris Barnes from Six Feet Under? And that other beyond that everybody actually likes that I did. <laughs> Chris Barnes here, the macho man, Chris Barnes, reminding <laughs> you that I'm Chris Barnes. Yeah. And some other shit that you told me to say for $40. Yeah. It is true that like 70% of these videos are just him saying his name. <laughs> He's reminding himself. Chris Barnes! Dig it! <laughs> He's like the metal Groot. His only communication is just saying his own name. I am Chris Barnes. <laughs> so yeah, I don't think $40 is worth the no. Chris Barnes cameo. But I feel like... He- it's more important that he gets the $40 than most of these other, like it seems he really needs it. He does need it. He needs a new pair. Um, he needs to go to Warby Parker. $40. Well, here's what, what, in my opinion, Chris Barnes is best known for. Let's load this up. Got tinfoil from used baked potato on his fucking glasses. (laughs) Chris Barnes. My name's Chris Barnes. I'm from the band six feet under. It's a 2003 Porsche Boxster S. Tiffany sold me the car. You know, I scared her on the test drive. Oh my God, he looks like a different person. How old is this commercial? Are you tired of walking to work every single day? Get a car! (laughs) (laughs) What is this Tire Kingdom bootleg music? Come get your car! Wow. I think he got some discount, he said. So he did this. Wow. It seems like this was filmed 30 years ago, not 10 years ago. That's crazy. That's not the right one. Oh, no. Here we go. Fake Tire Kingdom. (laughs) Oh. Hey, had some great service over here at Tire Kingdom with Mike. Did a really good job. I was wondering why they had a show of like a white guy tourist. Definitely recommend them. 100% this guy stormed the Capitol. 100%. No doubt in my mind. With tires, he got a Tire Kingdom. He He got a barge to drive his car from. He drove his Hummer through the Atlantic Ocean to the (laughs) from the Virgin Islands where he lives. Oh man, now it's in my head again. Ah, Better than Chris Barnes. That guy was uh, living in the Virgin Islands because he was doing a uh, multi-level marketing scheme on Virgin (laughs) Island residents. So I remember what I didn't like about Chris Barnes, by the way. What? So uh, the physical appearance to to be not. (laughs) <laughs> to avoid being too specific, I will say he's very sensitive about his band. Like he thinks like six feet under is objectively low bar death, metal, like pretty shitty death metal objectively. Like I'm not 
Like it's it's just not good. There's nothing uh, about it interesting except that he used to be in a big band, right? Yes, exactly. That's exactly. It's offering nothing new. It's it's real, and it's like, but he's so precious about it, and he thinks it's like the best shit ever, and he gets very defensive. And I remember uh, there was one point uh, where, like, one of my writers uh, wrote something like, "The new Six Feet Under song is a new Six Feet Under song." Is basically like the headline, and he got so offended, like, "How dare you?" And blah blah blah. And it's like, like, why are you wasting your time, like, going after like writers? Oh, I was. I thought you were going to be like, "Why are you wasting your time reading metal injunction?" <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sure, you're Chris Barnes. So yeah. Uh, and then uh, there was a time, I guess. So I just did a search, and he subtweeted our good friend, friend of the show, wonderful person, Jose Mangan. <laughs> uh, because so at the time, Suicide Silence had a new single out. Uh, and I guess Jose contributed some like guest vocals to it. Like, a, <laughs> I love Jose Mangan. I do love Jose Mangan. Uh, he contributed like a sing along at the end. And uh, Chris, yeah, was you know, there this, was like a. Was this before the singer died or after? This was after Mitch Lucker died. Okay. So this was during when Eddie was in the band. What did he uh, like gang like there was like a ch- gang vocals. Yes, he he had, he contributed uh, to gang vocals on a song. And this is the lead single off of Suicide Silence. Uh, song which look they were huge at the time uh and so he tweeted like payola chris barnes tweeted payola is alive and well in the music business hashtag let the dj sing on your album and like and tim like i thought that was very unfair because the implication is the only reason suicide silence get airplay is because they let jose sing which is absurd like that suicide silence song would have been in its position on uh, on liquid metal, regardless of if Jose was Is on the track or not, an influencer to be saying that. I don't. That's what it's like. Metal. It's and I'm sure it's just he was, uh, uh, he was just upset that like no one's playing his not so good songs. <laughs> you know, like he's not getting he's as much under on liquid metal. So that's not true. He's, I'm saying he's not getting yeah, 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 that's what I mean. It's not that they don't play him at all. They they just don't give him as much enough. airplay. Yeah, exactly. Because he's so obsessed with himself. He's that's kind macro, of the point. Of, he's the macro level of metal injection commenters saying you don't cover their personal favorite band. Then yes, yes, exactly. Except these fucking Chris Barnes. Like, uh, and then I found this amazing exchange that it really shows you what kind of different place the internet was in 2017 because this would never happen today uh here's six feet unders chris barnes calls dave mustaine quote a fucking asshole megadeth frontman responds <laughs> and my caption is so that happened and uh and so uh i guess like targeted ads that sweater looks oh. cozy Oh, well, these aren't targeted ads because this is this is the browser that doesn't save my cookies. So this is just it's assuming who I am by all the searches I did uh, just for this episode. Anyway, so uh, Mustaine in 2017 retweeted Brian Slagle uh, about a, a history of Metal Blade book. Oh, my uh, God. And then Mustaine quote tweeted him. And this is when Mustaine was way more active on social media. Good old days. 
And uh, uh, Derek, could you read what what Mustaine uh, said in in your trademark voice? If the fallacy of offering us a deal for $7,000 is any indication of the rest of this book, I hope it's marked fiction. (laughs) Sign with you. Uh, So (laughs) I guess Mustaine and Slingle don't get along. And then Chris Barnes, who... Uh, full disclosure is on Metal Blade Records, and Brian Slagle basically is a, basically the only guy you know funding his lifestyle. Uh, until quote, cameo, until cameo <laughs> responds back, You, sir, are a fucking asshole. I like that he called them sir, though. I say, at least he was polite, yeah. That's how <laughs> and then, do it. And then Mustaine very maturely responds, Takes one to no one. <laughs> <laughs> And then Barnes kindly responds, yeah, I guess so. But you're the king of assholes. Enjoy your throne. That's so childish. Trying to protect Brian, but completely failed. Ignobility ruined his message. Now he looks like trash, and that's sad. (laughs) And I want to point out now he's just responding to fans that are encouraging him, which was my favorite thing about David Stade on social media at the time was everyone was on the same level with him. He would respond to anybody and quote tweeted. He was Trump. Yeah. Uh, And then somebody asks Dave, wow, where did that thing come from? And then Uh, Stade, Some unknown Seattle musician from Metal Play that made a (laughs) fool out of himself. Talk from a cell phone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, that was great. And then somebody asks Mustaine, when when you're answering questions or things like this and you roast them is my favorite hour of the day. It shows the true state of mankind. When you tell the truth, someone calls you a name. I'll pray for him. <laughs> It'll make him even matter. <laughs> uh, then someone responds I agree with Chris Barnes and Mustaine oh goes after gosh. him one follower my puppy has more followers than you <laughs> Woo. I have to catch my breath <laughs> Rob can we check if this guy's got more followers now I just want to see Let's if there's see. any progress with Sean Sean Perry. Let's see. Sean Perry. Four followers. Wow. Big improvement, Sean. (laughs) Rob, follow him for metal ejection. It'll make his fucking year. No. Sad. Okay. I guess that's it. Uh, And then uh, then Barnes goes, I'll pray for him. (laughs) What a troll. Okay, and then one last burn from Dave. Let's get it. Oof. Chris, what would you do if someone said something false about your band? Not that anyone ever would. Would you speak up or would you do nothing? <laughs> it's crazy how well that works. Oh, and I did a poll at the time. Who is the bigger fucking asshole? And let's see how, how the metal inject. So 5,000 votes. <laughs> At 54.49% of metal injection readers voted Chris Barnes the bigger fucking asshole. Um, I tend to agree in this exchange. If only thing I knew about these two people was this exchange, I would say 
Chris Barnes is a much big being a much bigger asshole. Uh, of course, I know Dave Mustaine is the king of the assholes. Yeah. That's from extracurricular activity, but he's in the right, uh, or at least at least Barnes is worse, being more of a dick. I would say probably Dave Mustaine shouldn't respond to every single person egging him out on Twitter. Well, thankfully, his handlers have taken away his phone and he doesn't do that. He's not as active on Twitter anymore. Well, not thankfully. For me, it's not thankfully. It's way less uh, fun stuff. His handlers just use his phone to post pictures of their own feet. (laughs) (laughs) And now thanks to my Brazilian (laughs) jujitsu. And it costs a Brazilian dollars. Let me tell you, it's not cheap. (laughs) But if you notice, that was all from what three years ago, four yes. years ago. He and he stopped doing that, and now he spent all that time on jujitsu. He's got his black belt. So, oh, good point. Productive. He has all this time. Oh, yeah, I'm really controlled. Yeah, less anger. Now you can just uh, take Chris Barnes in the face, break the other side of his glasses. <laughs> I'm now uh, just on his uh, Twitter, and it's mostly him wishing people happy birthday. That's the only time he uh, like like friends of his, you know, oh. or or just promoting like some mega death thing, or paying tribute to Alexi Leho or uh, 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 Eddie Van Halen. Saying girl guy girl, girl guy girl. Okay. Freedom! <laughs> Surprised he didn't call uh, Chris Barnes a total fucking Duclaw. <laughs> For that one. He thought it. He probably thought it. He was saving it. Yeah. Oh, waste of skin and life. And dreadlocks. And dreadlocks. And broken glasses. <laughs> <laughs> Reynolds wrap on a corner. <laughs> uh, poor Chris Reynolds wrap all over your glasses. <laughs> <laughs> thanks to mel by the way for tipping us off to that cameo yes thank you very much mel thanks to thanks to jude for uh this wonderful um app that i can play uh we couldn't play sounds for the first like four mm-hmm. months of doing zoom calls so jude was a very big help in that regard thank you very much and we have to send jude out a shirt Sure. So yeah. That's hit me up, Jude. Oh, he they already uh gave me the the info, which I gave you. I don't want to call you out, but did I not send it? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you did. Possibly. <laughs> All right, so you're you, calling me out you for something I might have? Yeah, did I send it to you? Well, I don't you, remember. You responded as if you didn't. I didn't say you didn't do it. Yeah, I thought you just I, I I don't remember what happened a week ago. You expect oh, me to remember her sending Jude a shirt? Point. I'll follow second. up and see. Oh, you know what? Matter of fact, I think Jude might have told me that that it came. Oh. Wow! Wow! <laughs> so you're called? Wow, Rob! I never I never said anything negative towards you. I just wanted to make sure it was going out. I, and it did go out. Okay, so <laughs> over we the found air. Out. That was the, the great. There. Great. I'm, I'm happy for you, Jude. <laughs> oh, now it's Jude's fault. Sounds like it. It has to be something. It's not my fault. Jeez. Okay, uh, I found it here. I I just wanted to let you know I got the tank top today. Comfy, soft material. You guys chose a good provider. Wow. Oh, so you're putting me on the spot for no reason. T- I'm <laughs> giving you credit for sending the shit and you're still after you put me on the spot. I remember this now I, because we were all like, oh, we have tank tops. Oh, they want a tank top. 
we were all very confused by the tank top situation. You forgot if you send it, if you sent it, and I forgot that that Jude got it. So why we both forgot something? I did not call you out. I even said I'm not trying to call you out. I just wanted to see if it got sent. <laughs> I'm just teasing. Uh, but as we live about that, I go. I defend you a lot. I want some credit. <laughs> All the time, people are shit talking Rob to Darren. And what? Darren it's usually me. To be fair, it's usually me. Darren's a purple belt in defending Rob. <laughs> no, actually, I was three weeks away from getting my purple belt. COVID happened. Well, I, now I can't do it anymore. Sorry, Rob. Uh, oh. oh, Voodoo Chaos earlier uh, commented, dying feet. Us. Oh, no. oh, excellent pun. Excellent pun. Very nice. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, Noah, you're you've uh, relocated. You know, we can't really tell by the the backgrounds, but you are now in Arizona. You, you, you're trying it out. You leave in uh, the East Coast. How's it been? What's going on? Have you run into any coyote? Not coyotes, but we have had some wild animals in the backyard. Like the other day, uh, we had bobcats just just like walking across the back porch <laughs> like they own the place. You saw this from your window or were you out there? Uh, no, I wasn't out there, but um, I was like we have like the doors to the outside and I just like noticed something in the corner of my eye. So I ran to the door and there was just like this like baby bobcat just walking. And then there was a couple of others. Was so it was it was it tiny or was it like big? It was pretty big. <laughs> I mean, it was big for a tiny. Bobcat. Like, could it take you? Like, do you think Dave Mustaine could have beat it up or? <laughs> it could take me. <laughs> no, it was definitely. Uh, uh, it was definitely not afraid of me because I like stuck my head out just to like get a good look at it. And it just kind of looked back like, lady, you don't want to. You don't want to come out. <laughs> I'm from Arizona. Stay in there. <laughs> also, um, we have a hummingbird feeder. Oh, are you guys familiar with hummingbirds? I know they exist. Oh, they're just like these really cute little tiny birds, and they love sweet. Um, you know, like they go for like the honey and stuff and and flowers. I, I forget the brown what it's sugar. So I have sugar water, and I think I put a lot of sugar, like a little bit too much sugar, because oh, no. other birds are coming now. And they're all just like addicted to the sugar water. So I think I gave them like an, like a, an addiction problem. Nice. So the other day I tried to like wean them off of it by watering it down a little bit, but they didn't like it. So I feel like such an enabler. How <laughs> like do they taste? How do the hummingbirds taste? Does the sugar make them taste better? No, I don't eat the hummingbirds. Oh, what the, what's the problem? I think I'm just like rooting the ecosystem. Oh. That's what I'm saying. By giving other birds sugar water, because I thought it's just the hummingbirds that drink the sugar water, but no. now it's other birds that are coming. Yeah, well, well, other birds don't deserve to be fed either. They check well. hummingbird Yelp and they see the reviews for your yeah, they got house. The, not a fan of this kind of bird feeder sharing. <laughs> <laughs> and what's this new sport you're doing? Oh, you're doing? so I started doing weightlifting. Oh boy. Does that count as a sport? Is that more yeah, of an activity than they a sport? Do it in the Olympics? Yeah, it's it's an Olympic sport. I'm I'm doing like Olympic style weightlifting. You're doing like the clean and jerk. Clean and jerk. Uh, what's the other one? <laughs> Snap and pull. 
Hey. So you're doing you're doing like dead you're doing like uh, you're doing those wild like deadlifts and squats is basically what you're doing. Well, I'm not I'm not up to anything substantial. So what do you do? What's your routine? Um, Deadlifts, the snap and pull, you know, squats. Um. So you're you're doing basically all weightlifting with like the forty five pound bar, like the big long bar. Yeah, I think I I deadlifted like a hundred i'm up to a hundred uh i don't remember how much i did for the clean and jerk maybe three guys three guys like a circle jerk uh Rob, you should bring back a uh we should bring back an old meme and ask noah which famous weightlifter she would fuck <laughs> would you fuck ronnie coleman <laughs> what you are you off the top of your head you a weightlifter he's like the he's like the most famous bodybuilder so I don't know. Like I mean, Arnold Schwarzenegger there was a more famous. Well, like j- just known for body, like modern, just known for bodybuilding. There was a documentary. Uh, the way the way I noticed, there's a documentary on Netflix about him. Uh, about Mark <laughs> Henry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's still. Hope. I mean, I hope that's I can like, like deadlift Mark Henry. Oh. That's strong. You wish Mark we- Henry was dead. How dare you? No deadlift. No. Well, he's got to be dead for you to deadlift him. Oh, stop it! Is that how that works? That way. I just remember a long time ago we had someone who called in and she said that she has she had started uh, weightlifting and that it was like really good for her confidence and stuff like that and just so um, I just had that in mind and I was like, well, maybe that'll help me since I can't train. If a caller called in and told you to jump off a bridge, would you do that? If they said it would be good for my confidence. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, well, I guess the lack of confidence is better than having bad confidence, right? If like if you just cease to exist, then confidence isn't an issue. Getting deep. Uh, yeah, I gotta Getting think about deep. that a little bit. <laughs> I guess bungee jumping, you could bungee jump off a bridge. No, I don't want to. But you like you like the weightlifting? How long do you go? How long is a sesh? Uh, I think I'm at the gym like an hour and a half and I did uh, three sessions. I'm going to do one today after the show. And I mean, like my coach, like I have a coach now. His name is Joe. Really nice guy. He's he actually looks like he actually looks like Kurt Angle a little bit. So is this like like is this like a classic gym or is it like a basically like a garage? Yeah, it's like like kind of like a warehouse garage situation. Mm hmm. Like like one of those CrossFit gyms, you know, like what those look like, like a warehouse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like that. And it's only like three other people in there. If if even inaugurated that. on it tomorrow. What? Who's gonna teach her weightlifting after Joe gets inaugurated tomorrow? Uh-huh. Oh, no, it's definitely <laughs> listen, fat. He's you left the, <laughs> the thing wrong. All right. My Come on, man. Come on, man. One more. Come on, man. Get out of the sock hop and go down to the logger's place and take a big log and just lift it right With over my corn head. happy. That's how yeah, you you're only doing 100 corn pop. He'd do 150. Easy. Man, <laughs> he I all been... them leg hairs all over my 55 Cadillac oh. that I drove to the how malt about shop. neck kissers. Yeah, Joe the neck kisser, right? Joe the neck kisser. I used to kiss three, four girls at a time while lifting. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Noah, listen. If you do this, if you lift this weight, 
I'll give you $2,000. That's right, Noah. If you lift this weight, well, I'll give you $1,400. Rob, how much do you weigh? Because I, I weigh. If I can lift Well, it. I don't know if I mentioned it on the show, but I lost a bunch of weight. Uh, I weigh uh, 288 now. I'm very excited about that. I'm out of the 290s. I'm going to make that and Oh, and I also want to quickly mention, I got this really cool shirt. It's a Jushin Thunder Liger Motorhead mashup shirt. Let me show this to the screen. Oh, oh. Oh. You see it. You see it. Okay. Cool. It's very cool. It's from Grudge Match, a nice fashion label that sent me a free shirt that I thought was very cool, oh. that I was willing to pay for, but they just sent it to me. So I want to thank them. Thank you, Grudge they'll Match. That, then they'll never give you anything free again. No, I want I want I want them to get get for allowing this ad on our podcast. Uh Sid's gonna invoice them. Seriously. Their treasurer. Well, I got this Jushin Liger pin. Maybe I could send that to you, Sid. Would you like that? No, thank you. It's yours. I'd I'd rather clothing. Do they have slippers of any kind? Like iron cheek (laughs) slippers? I'd take an iron cheek slipper. We'll discuss. Uh but thank you to them. And uh also, we do have a little bit of feedback. Mm. And uh, I want to mention, if you want to send us some feedback, we'd love to hear from you. Hit us up at hate mail at metalejection.net. That's our email address. You can send us, you know, a traditional email. You can send us a voice memo, a video, whatever you want to do. We'd love to hear from you. We love hearing your feedback. We love hearing what you think of the show. And... Uh, just clear my throat before I read this one from Cristiana Silva. Uh, Cristiana writes, she's written in before. I believe she's in Portugal, right? Or I think so. She's, or she's, or she's Portuguese. Portugal, but she's in Belgium. Yeah. Right. I think that might be it. You're right. Uh, and so she writes, hello, Rob, Noah, Sid, and 3D. Here is Cristiana Silva from the other side of the Atlantic. I hope I'm saying it right now. Uh, that it's she, been a she wrote while. that in her email that she hopes she's saying her own name. Right? <laughs> it's been a, it's been a while since my last email. The truth is, I left a bunch of episodes to accumulate for the last two months since I've been struggling a bit with my mental health. But finally today, I updated myself with a binge listen of the last ten or so episodes. I like to start by saying congratulations for the six hundredth episode. I've been listening to you guys for a year and a half now. And already listened to around 200 episodes. She writes, there's a lot of good archives. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so sweet. Uh, I would like to thank you guys for the company while I drive to work. And thanks for the amazing content. And then she adds, I would like to congratulate Noah for her engagement as well. And give my condolences for Bruno. Oh, oh thank you. So sweet. Uh, on one last note, I'd like to thank Noah for giving me advice about meditation. And Mrs. Smith, too. Many, many episodes ago. I think it was even before the lockdown. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. That was when we had Mrs. Smith in studio, one of our last in-studio guests. Uh, and uh, so Christiana concludes, after a lot of tries and quits, I think I'm finally getting into it and I'm enjoying it. Have a continuation of a great show and keep it up. Christiana. Oh, awesome. Thank you. Very good. We're proud of you. Yes. Uh, so that's very cool. Yeah. Uh, we're glad, uh, always glad to hear feedback like that. And it really makes my day to know that us bitching about our days can brighten somebody else's day. You know, like we suffer for others pleasure. I'm okay with that. 
I'm okay with <laughs> I'm no. okay with martyring myself for others' pleasure. <laughs> so why did you give Darren such a hard time before? For Christiana's pleasure. <laughs> uh and uh, <laughs> we're going to wind it down. So with our top live cast fans of the week, that's all we got left. And I, I do want to thank everyone uh, for. Oh, let me before we get to our top live cast fans, I do want to mention that we've been doing a Spotify playlist and you can check that out. We're calling it the Metal Injection Livecast Music Break for classic fans of the show. Uh, you might remember for the first few hundred episodes of the show, we would do a music break. And because uh, the copyright stuff, we try to avoid playing copyrighted material during the actual podcast. But we like to recommend music. So we have a Spotify playlist. Uh, it's embedded in all the episode pages, all the recent ones, at least. You can subscribe on Spotify. Keep up. Every week we add a few songs. Each one of us adds a song. This week, I personally added a New York Dolls song. The basis of the New York Dolls died uh, in the past week. And I figured what better time to get into the New York Dolls. And uh, I, I've, I've wanted to get into them. I've really kind of been on a bit of a classic rock kick the last few years of just like going back and like, hey, I, I feel like I should like this band based on the bands that I already like that cite them as an influence. And New York Dolls was one of them. And I, I was talking to Sid about them. And it's really incredible how that first album, you could hear like different songs inspire entire genres of music. Like the song that I picked, Personality Crisis, excellent song. Immediately, it sounds, you could hear how much Poison ripped them off. And it's like Poison completely ripped off the riff to talk dirty to me from this song. And this is like this. The song is a, a complete template for hair metal or glam metal, as they prefer to be called. And so it was very, very, very interesting listening to that first album and hearing all the different genres that they basically created in, in one album. So it was very cool. Uh, Darren, what did you pick? Uh, my song is uh, a it's called Gashamadi What a Body. And it's uh, it's a. <laughs> No, it's a rockabilly song uh, by Glenn Goza, who is the guy who who sang R A S S L I N. That's wrestling. Oh, okay. <laughs> is it so? It's not metal, right? It's just like a what kind of style well, rockabilly. Yeah. Oh, oh, sorry, I didn't hear. No, it's definitely not metal. R A S S L I N. That's wrestling. I'd like to hear this take on wrestling. You want to hear him do metal? He said. Yeah. Sure, I would love that. Is he still alive? I don't know. He had to be at least 45 in like the early 80s when he was yeah. singing that. Uh, he's oh, he died in 2000. Oh, Rest in peace. Damn it. Never At mind. 63. Uh, Sid, what did you pick? I picked a song by the band Against Me. Sometimes I have like an actual tangible reason for my choice this week. It's just like that song popped into my head this morning. I was like, oh, I really like that song. I like the intro a lot. I'll just put that on the playlist. And Noah, you went with the classic. What did you pick? Replica by Fear Factory. And for no reason, then it's a song that I liked and I, and I saved to share with everybody. That, yeah. Uh, a few months ago where there was that whole drama where Burton Seabell uh, left the band. I really, I really ended up listening to a shit ton of Fear Factory. It's so good. Old Fear Factory. Yeah. I guess when really I, listen, I listen to Fear Factory, it, it brings back really great memories from the 70,000 tons cruise just to bring that up again and how like somehow 
we just ended up hanging out with Burton C. Bell for a whole day and like we went to the poker room with him. To the yeah, casino. not only were we, yeah, like, yeah, like we hung out with him one night and then I, it felt like the rest of the cruise, he would like seek us out. Like we were his cruise buddies. Like he would hang out with us, like You're him like, and his the fuck girlfriend. No, it was, it, he's, he was a good hang. He's really he laid great. back. Yeah. I remember, I remember, I mean, we definitely talked about this on the show because I had no idea what I was doing playing blackjack and I kept winning and I was sharing <laughs> a table with him and I had no idea every time I won and I was like so shocked and surprised and happy and annoying. Nice. <laughs> So it just brings back good memories every time I listen to Fear Factory, no matter what's going on with them. Agreed. Uh, and that's all. So that's our Spotify playlist. So make sure to check that out. And, and we're winding it down with our top live cast fans of the week. If you would like to be a top live cast fan of the week, it is an option on our Patreon. It is the $10 option. It gives you access to all of our bonus episodes, all the, all the stuff in the $5 tier. Plus, you get a shout out at the end of our show and our eternal love and affection for helping contribute to our budget, helping us improve the show. And, uh, and, and we just thank you and we love you. And so here are our top live cast fans of the week. Any, 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 uh, any format we should do here? Anything, anything? Uh... I think we should do it as the uh, Dave Mustaine sweating bullets. Yes. Okay. I want to thank Eric. Robert Ganoush, a.k.a. Justin, Benjamin, El Tutorino, Dan R, Mindy Mayer's Kipper, Croc Destroyer, Sammy I am I Izzy, Gender Shasusha suits it like right crustacean sensation. Okay, hey, got stopper Ash Boss. I love Dallas Robert Vampiro. Hello, Shane. Meet the real Shane. And Hugo likes tacos and Lando Danks and Perilous Patches. Douglas, who are you, Levison? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Thank you so much. We will be back next Tuesday, 6 o'clock. Hope you could join us. Bye. <laughs>